Streaming services are a great way for you to listen to a lot of your favorite music, as well as discover new music and new artists. However, aside from their benefits, some of them start to get a little bit greedy. Welcome to the Bar for Bar podcast, and this week I'm talking about the problem with Spotify and some other streaming services. So, first things first, I'm not just specifically calling out Spotify for everything here. I'm sure this is something that other streaming services have considered and may have done as well, but they're just not as public about it, let's say. So, this is mostly focused on Spotify because, like I said, they're very vocal about some of the things there. So, first of all, this started back earlier this year, mostly, like in... April, I believe it was, where the Spotify CEO was basically saying, yo, artists, I understand that you're complaining that you aren't getting money, and that sucks, but we can't just be releasing music every three to four years. You have to be releasing on a more steady schedule, which, sure, seems like it makes sense, because, you know, like, if you want to make more money, you gotta make more product. Like that, you know, straightforward. And to the general public, yeah, that makes sense, sure. Like, if I want to make more money with whatever it is that I sell, I gotta sell more. Like, if I'm a baker, I need to make or bake more cookies to make more money. Like, straightforward. But the problem with that is people are going to, well, one, experience burnout. But two, they're also going to, they're not them, but their art, their music is more than likely going to suffer as well. When you basically release music constantly, well, one, you're saturating the market with your music, which isn't necessarily the bad, like the worst idea. Like you're going to have a lot of people know your name, but by just you know, going there and putting out music, let's say, every couple of months, like we have a few artists do right now. You can, and people will listen to it, but you're probably not going to have a long career. Um, just because it's not very... Like, people get tired of listening to you, you know? Like, if you look at some artists right now, like, you've seen multiple releases per year, and... Oftentimes, they don't have the same level of quality. And I'm not sure if that's between them rushing to put on new music, or if it's because they just want to put more music out. And you're just like, ah, well, I know this isn't what I want to put out, but this is what I have to do. Or alternatively, it could just be that they never were that good and they got lucky with their first project that you listened to. That is entirely possible as well. I just know that I prefer artists to take their time with their music because, I mean, that applies to everything too. Like, not even just music. It applies to, like, video games and, like, electronics and stuff like that. Like, I want the person making the product to you know, take their time and make a product that is actually worth my time. (laughs) 
Like, I don't want to listen to something that just is absolute trash. And I feel like I wasted however long that album or project was. I mean, there's definitely times that I've had that too. Not gonna lie. I just don't like talking about it. <laughs> but yeah, like, it feels like the CEO, uh, what was his name? Daniel Eck is a little out of touch with how music works. <laughs> like, sure, he understands that there, or well, I mean, he's basically, originally what he was trying to say is there is a shift in how music is, I guess, consumed. So, yeah, people are on streaming services all the time and shift between different artists and different albums constantly. So, yeah, if you want to stay relevant and get people listening to you, yeah, you have to listen or release more music than the normal or the old norm, you could say. Because, you know, it's, they, you need to sell. <laughs> but then you have artists like, well, let's say Kendrick, who's taken, what is it, three years now since Damn came out? Um, and it's probably not, his album's probably not going to come down till next year. But regardless, like, he, Kendrick is one of those artists that I feel can actually wait that long to release a project. Like he can wait multiple years and people will still be excited whenever the project comes out. And, you know, there's a few artists like that, like J. Cole, Drake. Um, but then you have artists like new artists, like, um, let's say DaBaby. Like he can't really afford to not release a project at least every year. Like He has to have something out every year so that people can actually remember him. I'm not the biggest a baby fan, but I mean, I just have never been drawn to him in the first place. So yeah, I agree. He, he's one of those artists that needs multiple releases to, you know, keep his attention going. Um, I mean, eventually he may get to the point where he can release albums every few years or release projects every few years, but I don't think he's there yet. And I think it's going to take a little while for him to get there. Like, you know, he just doesn't have that level of success yet to be comfortable waiting longer between projects. And, you know, it it makes sense like, what he's saying. Like, yo, you can't just release whenever you want. You have to just, you know, release more frequently. I get it, but... I feel like he doesn't understand the whole process of recording sometimes. I mean, on the other hand, it's like he's trying to explain like how people are working and or not working, uh, consuming music. So yeah, I get that, but you know, again, it I don't think it's going to be worth it for artists to do that. Now, enough with that point. The second point that I want to bring up from Spotify, again, which could be something that the other streaming services are doing, but just a little bit more quietly. I just, I haven't heard of it. Um, is more recently. So a few weeks ago, I mentioned on the weekly, <clears throat> there was, 
I guess a new program that Spotify is rolling out in terms of pr uh, promo. So what that program entails is basically getting um, getting the artist more exposure. So having them placed on Spotify curated playlists or on, you know, like the headers, stuff like that in exchange for reduced royalties. And, you know, that makes sense. I mean, like it, instead of paying someone to promote you, like just let them take a cut of the royalties. And for a lot of people, it makes sense. It's just easier, less bookkeeping. The one less person to kind of keep track of on the payroll, you know, you don't have that one guy on every social media and you know like doing all your pr for you instead you can just have spotify do it for you but the problem with that is it's not a guarantee that you're going to be getting the exposure or on those playlists they're more just like you might maybe so that's an issue <laughs> because if there's no guarantee, like, why would you feel comfortable paying for it? That's cool. Uh, another possibility is that when you, well, for artists, most of the time, the label takes care of all of their distribution or they have another person doing distribution. When that happens, they're also taking a cut. By having the label or the distributor um, work with Spotify more closely for this sort of thing and get the artist more exposure, there is a good possibility that they're going to further reduce the royalty specifically to the artist. So basically allowing the labels or distributors to keep the same amount of money that they were making but make the artist make less money. So say, for example, right now, these are not exact numbers, but I'm just kind of randomizing it. Say right now for royalties, the uh, Spotify takes 70% by default and the remaining 30% go is divided between the um, the label, distributor, whatever, and the artist. So in an ideal world, it's always split 50-50. So let's say that. So label gets 15%, artist gets 15% there. Now let's say Spotify is like, hey, we'll let you do this promotion and you know, you'll, we'll just reduce how much royalties you're getting, but we'll get you more exposure. In most cases, you would think, okay, cool. It'll be an additional, let's say 10%. That'll basically bring uh, it to 20% in total royalty and the label and artist will split that evenly, 10 and 10. But that's not gonna happen. What's most likely gonna happen is, I mean, yeah, like however much Spotify takes, cool. But say it's an additional 10% again, instead of the label losing out on their remaining, or that uh, additional 5%, it's going to be the artist, but they lose 10%. So 
So now the label or distributor makes 15% and the artist makes 5%. So you can see where this is going to be an issue because more than likely the label is going to be like, no, we're not making less money. <sighs> Screw that. The artist is going to be the one that makes less money. They have to work for us. So that's going to be an issue. And that's again, only an issue for artists who are on labels, uh, not artists who are fully independent. Cause you have artists like, um, like Russ, he actually, or I don't know, he didn't announce it. He just brought it up that he makes about a hundred thousand a week from streaming. And that's insane. But that's only because he is fully independent. He does every bit of his product flow. Like he does the, um, he does all the beats. He does all the mixing. He obviously raps. He, he handles every part of it. So of course he's going to make the most money. But if you have artists who are, I mean, smaller than him, who need a label, like they're going to make even less money now. Now, if you are an independent artist, I think this works best for you and it will probably be a decent option to consider because like I mentioned, it's basically built in to your royalties. You know what I mean? Like, so it's a little bit easier to handle the promotion part. Because again, if you're an independent artist, you're probably doing all the promotion yourself or you have one of your homies doing it. Um, and obviously, no matter who it is, like you still got to get them paid. Like whether that be you personally or someone that you know, like they need to get paid. Like that is just, you have to pay them. <laughs> but the, the purpose is here. Like if you, like for example, you're independent, you would be getting, I mean, not a hundred percent, but like, again, let's say the 70, 30. So Spotify is getting that 70, you're getting 30. If you were to utilize their promotion, it'll basically bring your total royalties down to 20 again. Um, and Spotify is getting 80. That's cool. Um, it's not a very good deal. This is just a randomized thing that I'm thinking of because math is easier this way. But the like at least that way, you know, the artist is still making a solid amount. So for independent artists, like people who do everything on their own, it's not as bad. That's for sure. Cause I mean, Spotify is already taking a cut. I mean, the other DSPs are already taking a cut as well. So it's not going to be too far removed to be like, uh, yeah, I guess you guys can take a little bit more just if I get exposure, like that's cool. But the biggest problem is really when it comes down to labels, because you know, the labels is greedy. They're going to try to take as much money from the artist as possible because that's what they do. They just want the money and it's shitty. <laughs> and I mean that, I don't know every label, I don't know everyone's contract. I don't know everyone's situation. So I can't speak on that, but this does seem like a path for labels and artists to kind of just get screwed over by Spotify specifically. Um, my, one of my favorite YouTubers actually Volksgeist 
uh, Philip, Philip, I forget his last name now, but um, he just put out a video essay on Spotify's problems right now and actually talked about this specifically. So I'll link that if I remember. But basically the, uh, the point that he brought up was really interesting. And it was basically saying that there's, this is kind of like a, a paradox. So you can have artists who take advantage of this promotion and then not take advantage of it. But the people who are not taking advantage of it might be missing out. So the ones that are taking advantage of it, like whatever gain they may be getting, other artists don't want to miss out on that. But by everyone taking advantage of it, no one's taking advantage of it. Because at that point, everyone is basically on the same level. So this is assuming that they only have one tier, I'd say. So there's just one tier promotion. And let's say there's 10 artists. Half of them sign up for it, half of them don't. The half that did sign up are noticing more listens and more exposure, essentially. So the half that didn't is like, oh, wow, you guys are actually getting a lot of people listening to you now. Not necessarily thinking about how much money they're making. Like, keep that in mind, too, because sometimes all we think about is the listens and the clicks. We don't think about the gain outside of that. So you have a lot of artists who are just like, oh, wow, you got so many streams. That's insane. Dang, maybe I should be taking advantage of that too. So these other artists go to the label and they're like, I bet we got you. So they do that. And now everyone's on a level playing field again. It's almost as if the promotion thing was never there to begin with. So what are you paying extra or losing out on now? You're losing out on the extra royalties that you would have made normally. Because since everyone is now getting promoted equally, how does that set you apart from the others? You know what I mean? Like everyone is like at least before there's a disparity. Like you have the bars that are being promoted and the artists that aren't. So cool. You know that these artists are gonna be getting more attention. And these ones are getting lesser attention just because, you know, they didn't want to partake in that. But then when these artists come up to that level because they're, you know, taking advantage of that promotion. What, like, what is the difference then? You know, like the only thing that it comes down to is people's preference. Like, do they like that artist? Cool. They'll go listen to him. Like that's, that's basically what it is right now, isn't it? So it's really interesting. Another thing that he actually brought up was like, he, like Spotify is thinking or could be thinking that they're trying to cash out on viral hits, which makes a lot of sense. Um, cause you have a bunch of like random one hit wonders that people are trying to create. So yeah, I mean, these people are going to be like, oh yeah, no, no, promote me, promote me so I can get a, like all this money off of one song and then dip. Like that is a very solid possibility as well, because you know, people actively try to create that one hit that will kind of set them for life, you know? So 
that makes sense as well. The other thing that could be an issue, well, most likely is an issue, is in relation, again, to the, like I kind of alluded to, the tiers. So right now, I don't think they've really stated if there are going to be multiple tiers to this thing. So it just sounds like there's one flat fee or flat reduction in terms of royalties. And again, that's fine. Like, I mean, it's not fine, but like it's once everyone starts taking advantage of it, it'll all be a level playing field again and all that stuff. Cool. But another problem will arise if they are doing different tiers. So say an artist who wants to get even more attention. Um, they basically will just be like, hey, I'm cool with you taking instead of this extra 10%, I'll let you take 20%. Promote me even more. I don't know what artists would want to do that because that's, again, not a great deal. But I wouldn't be surprised if the labels push for it. The labels, again, only care about the money that they make. And again, they're just going to keep making it so that the artist gets paid less. So again, if we're taking the original 30% that they were making, now it can be uh, instead of the additional 10% that Spotify was going to do, let's say it's 15%. Now, now the artist is only making well, artists isn't making anything, really, isn't it? Are they? Because they're basically left now with 15% royalties. And obviously, the record label wants to keep that 15% royalties that they were making from Spotify. So what does that leave the artist? So you have Spotify's original cut of 70, the additional 15 from uh, the promotion. So 15% remaining. The label's going to take all that. Like, the label's going to take all of that and just be like, sucks guess you gotta make some merch or make some more music maybe then you'll make some more money it's it's a very slippery slope i feel and it could potentially just kind of not necessarily well i don't want to say ruin but it could really have an effect on the music industry because of because i mean spotify is the largest streaming service out there they have the biggest base and coincidentally, they also pay the least. And that's kind of uh, them saying, it's a privilege for you to be on Spotify, where we have so many listeners. I think it was like 16 billion. Uh, no, I don't, that's, a, that's not the right number. Uh, we have so many listeners, though. And we have the best algorithms to help find your music. Cool, but um, what about my money, though? <laughs> it's basically what I'm getting at. It's it's just a concern, honestly, because I can see this being a major issue, and there's gonna have to be another shift in the industry, because remember, labels have always been kind of shitty to artists, like. You get talked out of signing away all your masters or 
you know, getting a smaller cut than what you probably deserve and getting smaller budgets. <clears throat> but in reality, you really should be, I guess, pushing for yourself. I mean, it's, I understand it. Like, at least, I mean, back in the day and even now, like, artists need a label to help them promote themselves and kind of give them funding. That makes sense. The problem is when the label takes too much, I feel. And I mean, it, again, it makes sense on their side because they want to make sure they have a proper return on investment. They want to make their money back because, you know, when they give you a budget, you don't get paid until that budget is filled. So the label wants to make all that money back and then get you whatever money you are owed. So, you know, like they want to make sure that they're making their, they're at least making their initial investment back. And then beyond that, they're, you know, they're going to look at you and see what sort of potential you have. And from there, they're probably going to decide on whether or not they want to do the promotion or not. But, you know, it's, it's just a whole thing. Like, I, I really hope that we see another shift in the music industry. I'm very, I don't know, I'm just really proud whenever I hear about an independent artist because, you know, independent artists are doing their best. But again, not everyone can be independent because it's hard. <laughs> it takes a lot more time and it's a long and tiring path. But anyways, that's about all I got on this topic for now. Let me know in the comments below what your thoughts on Spotify and their plans are and like and subscribe if you want to see more content like this thank you for watching and please stay safe out there